0: So welcome everyone to another episode of our podcast. My name is Patrick, and I'm very happy to have Job Bowen, the sales director, ROE at NetCloud, Netcore Cloud. Welcome, Job. Very, very happy to have you here. Did I say that correctly? You're smiling. Yeah, yeah, no, you got it, Patrick. Uh, it's YAP. Uh, it's a very uh, Dutch
1: name in that, in that regard, and the company is in the NetCore Cloud, which is a newer name, <laughs> so don't worry about it. All good. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very happy you're you're on. So, so let's dive into the the valuable stuff. YAP, you, mm-hmm. you prepared two uh, tips for our listeners uh, today, mm-hmm. and I hand over to you. to start with the first one.
1: Perfect, perfect. Yeah, so I had two, two topics. Um, look, I, for me, this is always fun. I mean, I, I talk for a living, I suppose. Um, these are the things that I work with on a daily basis. I will definitely not claim that I have, um, what is it, all the secrets? And uh, so I very much look forward if your listeners have any feedback later on or perhaps yourself, Patrick, um, I'm happy to, to dig in. Um, one of the elements that I wanted to uh, bring up um, is um, the use of a set account list. So let's say if you have, a, uh, let's say 100 um, accounts uh, within um, your patch. Um, this is marked. This is everything that you're gonna work on, right? You have to make your year um, out of this, if not beyond. Um, what do you do? Because I've also worked at the, uh, other companies which has more of an SMB focus. Um, what is it? A larger uh, um, account list. That th- this is where you can make use of, uh, let's say, a larger BDR team, for example, uh, more automated uh, t- tasks, um, etc. Um, whereas, if there is a set account. Um, I would say uh, the framework um, um, that you use is a little bit different. Yeah. Um, so the the way that I would tier the uh, the accounts, of course, you go back to p- potential. Um, this could be, for example, the revenue potential. Um, what is it? Uh, likeness to close, or uh, perhaps you really want that logo um, as a re- reference case. Um, after which, um, the biggest thing for me, I would say, is how do I get enough eyeballs, right, within that organization? Um, so there, you map out. Um, the complete organization per team per structure. You um, try to see if you can find anything um, in the news, any particular sales triggers. So maybe that's a question for you as well, Patrick. you can jump in before this becomes a complete monologue. Um, so for me, the biggest tr- triggers are always: Hey, is somebody just knew um, at a job. Did he just uh, start? Um, are there any mergers and acquisitions? Any growth plans um, and expansion? Um, those would be some of the sales triggers that I look for. Um, across these accounts. Um, Do you have any feedback there, perhaps Patrick?
0: No, 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 that's good, that's good. So, um, uh, to repeat this now, you have, let's say, 100 accounts, so you look for certain Mm -hmm. triggers, you look for for certain factors that uh, that are important to tackle them. Now, when you have that, when you have this, like, you have a, so you prioritize, basically, these 100 accounts, and then Mm -hmm. you target the first ones. How do you target them? Yep. Um, So I try to, um, I mean, from my perspective, it's mostly an excuse to reach
1: out. Um, So what is it in it for them, right? Or why am I reaching out right now? So the the reason is like nobody's going to, you know, uh, um, look at your product because, you know, this particular feature. Because right? no, nobody cares if there's a red, red button um, so somewhere on the top of the screen. Um, it's all about what it does, what's the actual uh, benefit of it. And um, even if you have those two items, even if that value is completely clear that still might not mean to me or in my experience that somebody's willing to engage in a sales activity uh, with you right uh, because for uh, I often found that um, any sort of sales project is all, always led by change within an organization. Yeah. So the reason for looking for a new tool, if I could just use a marketing automation uh, tool, for for example, is because they expand to a new market. Right? They 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 have a larger subset of uh, uh, customers that they that they try to reach. That's the moment where they start looking for vendor help um, in order um, to achieve these project goals.
0: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Not sure. So. Not, not, I'm not sure if you answered the question um, or if I understood that correctly. So, mm-hmm. yeah. you, so how do you target those? How do you get them? How do you... Um, how do you ah, practically, Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So then you, of course, have a, a, a few different sources, right? So you can always pick up the phone.
1: Um, cold calling is still um, a bit of an art form um, across Europe, especially with all the different languages, um, I would say. Um, in addition, uh, practically LinkedIn, um, usually, my, my best friend there is like a little trove of information you can find um, with regards to the person. But try to stand out in some shape or form, right? If somebody uh, reads your little LinkedIn uh, message, uh, does it make that person what is it um, smile? Um, do they check out after t- two, two seconds? Can you put a little Easter egg somewhere in there? So you can personalize this message, um, of course, with regards to uh, you know uh, the person, where they're from, the company they work for, the kind of industry that they they work in, uh, any sort of uh, World events, well, we all know, um, what is it, sports, for example, could be uh, um, an icebreaker. Um, but on the other hand, also have a look, think a little bit more outside of the box, right? So I know that across Europe, it's a little bit less of a culture, maybe. So I work for Netcore, where we uh, have a lot of customers across Asia. Um, so there, for example, a gifting campaign or gratification, as you might be able to call it as help well, right? So this could, for example, be a personalized brochure, um, so maybe it's not not even, a, uh, what is it, as much of a sales technique as, as much as, you know, interlock with hopefully your marketing team, otherwise you would have to do it on your own. Then again, if it's just these 100 accounts, it's actually worth the additional effort to, for example, prepare a personalized brochure, actually find the printer you, uh, yourself, get your content across. And even here, you can play around with certain elements, I would say. So, um um, one of the thing is uh, you can uh, so send a card, uh, you can make it a little bit extra special by making it handwritten, for, for example, and add a QR code, which goes to a personal landing space. Within this personal landing space, since it's just one of these 100 accounts, this is basically collaboration space for you and the company you're trying to target and with regards to any new information, um, with regards to the product, for example, maybe anything that you wanna mention with regards uh, to their company. Um, in order to yeah. get a running conversation, uh, basically, during those, that year.
0: Yes, so you don't really, in your company, you don't really have a structured approach. Everybody does the same, and, you know, you have, like, sequences or cadences that you go about, uh, like, an me- email and then cold call and then LinkedIn request and so on, this over, over a few days. You don't really have that. Everybody is doing, like, um, has their own way to do it a so good question a good question patrick um so that i think that is the beauty
1: of um what is it expanding a global a global company um especially in the market where everything is new um of course there we try to enforce as much as we can a certain set uh processes um of course what we also found is or at least for me personally for example that as a rep i enjoy the chase a lot more basically if I'm, I'm fully invested, right? Um, so uh, I get a lot of energy out of, I would say chasing the butterfly um, as opposed to um, running through um, a set a set playbook. Um, so the only thing that we try to do ac- across the organization, above at Netcore and before as well, is um, you're right, set up a playbook, right? So, so what does a normal uh, sales a sequence uh, look like? Uh, plus, um, you know, uh, have an extra uh, page with, hey, what could we do extra to stand out? Right? because there's so many companies reaching out to all of these companies. Like, I mean, I think there's a SaaS business born every few hours, it almost uh, uh, feels like. Um, so our biggest focus is mainly at the moment, like, hey, how do we stand out, right? Because once we do find, hey, these are the particular triggers um, that, that help, that's when indeed you can make it more of a um, yeah, methodology behind it, more of a, a structure, I would say.
0: What tools are you using for the, for the outreach?
1: Yeah, so that's uh, mostly LinkedIn uh, Sales Navigator, um, Outreach. Have you used that yourself, Patrick? Yeah, I know the tool. Yeah, I use okay. it.
0: So the competitors, the competitors. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough. Nice. Nice, nice. nice. I'll ask you later for tips, uh, uh, perhaps.
1: So, so we use Outreach uh, quite a bit um, internally. Through so Outreach, we we make uh, some of our phone calls as well. Um, what is it? Even on LinkedIn. I know that LinkedIn isn't the biggest fan, uh, but there are some um, small LinkedIn bots that you can make use of. Of course, I see you smiling already. I think those are na- uh, uh, already known um, to to your l- listeners. Um, yeah, so, so those are uh, mainly um, the triggers uh, where we tried it. And now, with regards to gratification, um, that's also a little bit newer to me, to be very honest. Um, again, I think this only makes sense where. If you reach out to somebody like how valuable is your meeting right like what is the eventual um, average deal size um, of one of your meetings um because it's a hard process to keep up if you have to you know send packages every, every uh, week yourself um but if your, your meetings are, are valuable enough i, I think it's definitely uh, worth investigating and there are actually partners as well who can help with that i believe it's sendoso for example or otherwise um, these are companies that actually can help you from a corporate perspective to, let's say, put a little welcome package uh, together, which you can, you know, briefly personalize this with their name a handwritten note, for example, uh, the other uh, uh, company's logo. So you can execute this a little bit more at scale. Um, and this... Uh, method you could um, use it, of course, um, to open doors, as uh, just to get a first meeting. Um, you could also use it as a fun way to, you know, celebrate wins together with your customers, right? Like if you if, the, if you close a deal, um, if if a project is implemented, if it's to go live, um, if it's I don't know, one two year anniversary, you name it, and um, it could be a fun little moment um, to celebrate together with your customers.
0: Mm-hmm. How do you guys uh, do? The planning in regions um, or how do you make sure that you are not targeting the same people as other sales uh, directors or the sales reps or, or yeah. yeah yeah that's
1: a very good question so at, at, at the moment uh, for now it, it is a zero to one exercise um so if you look at net core our uh, book of business is quite asia heavy um so across um europe we've uh, created little pod structures Um, So for example, we take Iberia as one, DACH as one, Benelux and Nordics is one, UK and I is is one. Um, At the moment, we just look for a pod leader, um, uh, usually uh, one uh, account rep uh, below um, and then one or two BDRs. Um, And then the way that we structure it at the moment, this will be very rudimentary, Patrick, uh, since we're we're still um, in the ramping up phase, um, is that it's mostly uh, linked per vertical, for example. So a BDR would, would focus specifically on e-commerce retail, uh, uh, for example, um, OTT players or travel,
0: um, in our case. Okay, so by regions, you have a certain amount of SDRs and AEs who are working on these um, two BDRs, one AE. And with the SDRs are, again, then focus on certain industries. These yeah. Are, Correct. Correct. So that's why we try to get the account um, information. Maybe this is also a
1: question for you or for the listeners. In that case, because we're still, we're always on the lookout. I think for for better data sources, um, especially, um, you know, operating as a global uh, company with Europe being new to us, it's a very big exercise um, to uh, get all the correct information, um, uh, to display to get that allocated to the correct reps, and then, as you might know, know yourself, yourself as well, then for your actual planning. Okay, what kind of growth numbers do we actually? Um, expect um, uh, per uh, account list at which point do we need to start uh, pre-hiring um, almost uh, uh, for next one. So those are all, yeah, the little break-even points that we have um, across uh, our, our structure. Um, but yeah, but is there a particular data source that you use um, currently or perhaps have used in the past?
0: Yeah, I mean, there are a few that I know. There's Cognizant in Europe. Um, is uh, Lead IQ and obviously Zoom Info is the biggest one that has been existed, yeah. there was that existed the longest. These mm-hmm. are three I know, and I think I guess Zoom Info is the f- farthest, the furthest. It's also the most expensive one, but the furthest uh, when it comes to develop mm-hmm. the amount of contacts I realized. Yeah. Uh, Fair yeah, yeah. So
1: what I personally found is a lot of these sources, ZoomInfo as well. Um, it's a US tech company, right? So if you want to do business in the US, that's perfect. You're, they, 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 you know, will they do a better job uh, um, these days? But especially in the pa- in the past, the previous companies, uh, we usually found that there were a few blind spots, um, even in those uh, sources. Maybe one to check out, or one that I've been following a little bit more closely is UpLead. UpLead. Um, <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. I think they've been making quite a bit of noise, or at least their their founder has. Um, so that's something that we're currently still um, uh, investi- investigating. Um, can be quite a costly exercise as, as, as well if you, uh, for example, try to map all of Europe um, into your CRM. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm currently uh, w- w- something. I mean, you see, you you mentioned at the beginning those you know a hundred accounts that you focus on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. also said that your reps are focusing on industries. Mm-hmm. Now, to do that to say, to tell, you know, make sure that your BDRs and SDRs are actually targeting the 100 most important accounts of their region.
1: I'm
0: um, sorry, you repeat Do you mean that by industry? That's how we try to get to the 100 accounts? So you just tell your BDRs, hey, target this industry and that, that mm-hmm. industry, and then they do it and you, you know... Um, Let's okay, sorry. Now
1: I, that, now I get your question. Sorry, Patrick. Uh, yeah, so no, we, t- we, we try to go um, off specific uh, metrics. So even um, at an earlier um, stage, we try to uh, measure what the potential could be for a deal, right? So I know that not every tech company has this luxury, I would say, but there are certain numbers uh, that basically that you can get out of outside data sources which could help you identify the potential. Right. So, let's say you do a marketing automation deal for Booking.com. Right? Uh, we, like, you know from your personal perspective, large account, a lot of end users, etc. Um, but from our perspective, um, you have outside data sources, which could, for example, measure the monthly active users that you see on their website. That could be a clear indication for us with regards to the potential. Yeah, so that's uh, what is it? Something that that we use. I'm pretty sure uh, we didn't um, invent that method, uh, but that's something that we um, try to do in order to
0: prioritize um, the target accounts or the logos um, that we're after. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, And how do you find that out? Um, That's
1: a very good question. So um, there used to be some, I I won't say too many names because they've been discontinued, as in we can't use them anymore. Um, um, but there are, for example, options. Uh, let's see, uh, like Atopia, similar web. Um, I think those are some of the so, so some of the websites uh, that we've used this password that I've uh, used to get this kind of information. Again, doesn't work for every uh, sales play. I, w- I would I okay. would say. Um, But from our perspective, it is fairly helpful. Um, Well, I mean, like you mentioned, you just have 100, but how do you prioritize, right? Uh, Maybe one extra element that I would like to highlight, though, even within those 100 accounts, because you just mentioned the methods, right? Like, how do you reach out? Um, This maybe goes a little bit beyond sales, but. Again, like at a certain stage, I think every BDR sales rep, sales director, um, at some point becomes the owner of their own patch. If you sort of become um, an entrepreneur uh, within your business. Um, is have a look if there are any other chances where you can get, um, I almost want to say, catch the eyeballs of your prospect. Yeah, and that's not always going to be through a conventional method of um, a sales message, a phone call, for example. Um, Usually this is done completely on a corporate level, for example, by a marketing team. Um, But you can, if you have the person's profile. I and mean, this is where it gets to be creepy, maybe. And um, you can, of course, um, formulate a particular flow where you can also try to reach them through other methods, right, other platforms that they are part of. Think of LinkedIn ads, for example, um, you can even you, you use um, Facebook, um, any retargeting um, that, that you can do. Uh, partic- I mean, you notice it yourself, probably, Patrick. Um, you look for a particular tool, then all of a sudden you go to a news website and you have this banner of this technology tool that, that, that you just um, viewed. Um, If like I said, if you just have these top 100 accounts and there's just five executives um, that that you want, what you could also do is in, um, let's say a brief amount of time, let's say 30 days, try to see, hey, how many touch points can I create with this content? And again, this is where you can get creative because as a salesperson, there's a couple of uh, methods at your uh, disposal. Um, Gifting, for example, uh, be one, but also have a look if there's more online or any digital methods um, in order to Get some eyeballs get some attention and and for us especially (laughs) um, if your brand isn't that well known yet right you still need to position um a lot a lot of it um before being able to reach out
0: yes okay yeah and do you have a different motion when it comes to the sales process for smaller accounts and larger i guess you said we have an industry focus so in the industry do you target huge accounts or do you also target medium and smaller companies yeah, good question. So we have a a, a product which is um, um, from day one is kind of built
1: for the enterprise market. The reason being we sell a, project, a product which is uh, mostly geared towards companies who try to reach their end customers and customers are usually B2C customers. So be, the products uh, with it being built in India, you can already kind of imagine what the kind of scale is if what they have to operate, right? A company in India, it's one, big market, um, if I'm allowed to uh, say so. Um, So that already uh, brings um, along the size component. So for us, one of the prioritizations is already, hey, if you have, um, that's it, we just uh, talked about the, the, the visitors on the website, uh, but also, I don't know, the amount of emails that they send out, for example, the amount of contacts in, the, in their database. For us, there's a particular cutoff, right? If it is too small, then we are probably not the right product for you, right? There's benefits um, of operating um, at scale. Yeah. Um, however, if you are an SMB pro- uh, company, uh, then I would strongly recommend you to have a look at some, at some other products um, in the market.
0: Wow, okay. Okay. So mainly large enterprises. How long does it usually take for you, like the sales cycle, how long are they? That's a very good question. Um, So here we're going to come up with a little bit of
1: an industry answer, uh, maybe or mostly from the experience that we've got um, in Asia and the US. Um, It's anywhere between um, six to nine months, um, I would say. The one thing that we do try to do is to make the project as tangible as quick as possible um, is try to um, get them to work with us in a proof of concept um, or a proof of
0: value sometimes. Um, this yeah, I, like is, job. I like the change from proof of concept to proof of value. That's, uh, that's very important.
1: I, I, I didn't even make, make that. Um, it was a, believe it or not, it was a French partner um, of ours. I, 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 so uh, she was sometimes helping me with some translations on on a sales call, um, and she translated my wording of proof of concept into proof of value. This is usually a structure with, and maybe this could also be the second component uh, or, or or the technique uh, that I could highlight um, that is. Um, hey, if you get, give us 21 or 30 days, if we do sort of a mini implementation, how many real, uh, real-time real d- data can we actually generate for you to internally sell this project? Now, you have to be careful because it takes a lot of effort, right, from your own organization, um, right? Your sa- sales rep have to set it up. Maybe there's a, a particular person from uh, a technical consultant or an onboarding uh, person uh, needed to run this process. Um, so you have to be care- careful with this. But that method, in my estimation, has worked quite well. Again, coming from my perspective, newer in Europe, um, we have to um, yeah, de-risk some of these, these projects and just get people in, in, into the tool. Because I've also noticed once you've done a mini-implementation, let's say you do 20% um, of, the, of the tooling, um, it's also fairly hard to say no. Uh, once they already actually see the results and it makes uh, the implementation uh,
0: times afterwards and uh, that much shorter. Cool. So you actually, you're quite proactive with this proof of value uh, that you want to, that you do with your com- with your customers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, this is coming from our, our perspective. When you move to the market. Um, our deal values, they're, they're not, um, what is it, uh, that low, as in the, the turnover, like we don't handle too many SMB uh, companies. So we actually, you know, have the resources. We get to spend the time and uh, because the payoff in the end um, it is there for our, our, our project. So this is usually something that I already pitch after um, at the first discovery uh, call. I, I would say, and the way that I normally do it, I just put it on a uh, what is it? I put it on the email. Um, I've seen other people actually maybe do it even better because in the end, after the discovery call to me, sales is more just project management, I would say. Um, so you could always use a Gantt chart as in, hey, look, you have this much time for the evaluation. This is where we do the demo. This is where you need a decision, legal and um, And that's where we start implementing, right? And I think the thing by visualizing this or over communicating this um, with your customers has, has helped at times to get buy-in from both sides. Also giving, uh, let's say, the project manager on the other side of the table, some, something tangible that they can show internally. Plus by already after the discovery call, putting it on paper, I can I, I, like, with a big a, a risk under it, I just say, hey look, this is based on my, my assumptions of implementing projects for XYZ, right? Because true, my company, like my tech vendor, they do, we do this on a, on a daily basis. Um, the person on the other side of the table um, could usually use a handout. They'll probably have an idea of how they want to run things, but they're looking for a sparks partner. Um, I know this quite often, um, and just listing all these stages out very honestly by literally saying after discovery I uh, call, hey, look, that that date, let's say the 12th of December, um, I kind of need the contract to be signed by then. We need to go or no go, because otherwise, you know, X, Y, Z, then I cannot allocate the resources at a later point in time. And by communicating that as clearly as possible, you immediately get more feedback, um, I think at an early stage, because then all the stages are clear with a paper trail between you and the pros- uh, prospect. Um, and then you can uh, yeah, just make necessary changes where needed because there's several reasons why a project might get delayed, why we need more time. Uh, perhaps there's an integration question which needs to be solved uh, uh, first, but all these stages are already mapped. So then we're just discussing, A, by how much time do we move up the days, for example.
0: Yes, makes sense. Um, one last question, Job. Mm-hmm. In Asia, how is, it, how is Asia different to Europe uh, when it comes to selling? Oof, that's a very good question. So I don't, I haven't
1: sold too much in in Asia myself. Actually, uh, pretty much none. Um, okay. Uh, the way that it is uh, different. Um, I, I would say there's a lot of people who are at least open to that um, in conversation, but then it's always a little bit um, you know, do you have the firepower, right? Um, or the execution power um, in order to do something different. So the scale of these projects is often much, much larger. Um, some of these companies, there's more of a hierarchy. Um, Alright, so so I'm Dutch, for example, in the Netherlands, it's, it's quite flat. Maybe, maybe in Germany, it's already a little bit different, right? Where your superior needs to, you know, give, the, give their buy in, um, etc. So that's what, what we found across Asia um, as well. Um, whereas in the Netherlands and Nordics, we fairly quickly tend to get everybody in, in, in one room um, to try to move uh, something forward as quickly as possible. Um, so that's how you know, some projects get the ladle uh, a little bit. Um, also relationship there is very important. Like here across Europe, you can pretty much, you know, get a, pro- a, a product and turn around at five other vendors of equal value. Um, whereas in Asia, it's very relationship um, focused, right? So word of mouth plays an even bigger part, uh, I would say, um, than here
0: in uh, Europe. Okay. Interesting. Cool. Yup. We didn't get to the second tip actually, but that's fine. That was very interesting to dive into this first topic and we we immediately did so. Um, Mm -hmm. I hope that was valuable for for our listeners. I think that was very interesting for me. Yup. Thank you very much for joining and uh, all the best. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, so
1: we'll follow the podcast from afar. Many thanks, Patrick, for, for what you do. I think it's very insightful, all the content uh, that you pump out to the community. Um, so uh, um, yeah, very happy to take the time. <laughs>